It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. I recently had to buy a bag. What world? If your world is controlled by alcohol, there is hope. We're AA, alcoholics helping other alcoholics get sober for more than 70 years. You'll find us in the phone book, your local newspaper, or on the web at aa.org. journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening. We're back. <laughs> welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and welcome to another exciting show because they're all just so great. And with me, of course, is my the blonde bombshell herself, although her hair may be green. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she is none other than Ann Carrigan. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles right. Next Generation. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Prudence is all so, uh, decked out here. What are we iron for? Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, good. I said I was going to say Prudence is all decorated for... I know it. She did. Ron was in here um, directing, well, rearranging my set, but... I would never do so that. For Memorial Day. It is almost right. Memorial Day. it is. So... And, you know, that's a time of year everybody forgets about, really, other than, oh, it's cookout time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's all about the people that have died and served our country. And, you know, it seems to get lost in the shuttle. It's in the shuttle. The shuttle? Could be. Could be. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's it's a sad thing, really. I mean, a lot of these people uh, who even return have lost limbs or gotten miserable lives and and we really don't support them enough. So, you know, whatever you can do, help a vet. That's what I like to say. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to cry, you know. Oh, I'm very please emotional don't. about this. Please, yeah. Please I am. I really emotional. am. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we have a good show. There is no cemetery tripping, sadly no enough. No cemetery tripping. tripping Only tripping. because Ann went on for an hour show last <laughs> time on the freaking cemetery, and I can't take any more cemeteries anymore. Oh, stop it. What? Last week. I talked about uh, Oakland. Historic right. cemetery in Atlanta, Georgia, yes, that I did. visited recently. Yes, you did. And on our next show, oh jeez, we'll have the the real deal. We'll have a great cemetery tripping, but more. Uh, we do, yeah, more. So we were going to do this this show on cemeteries, and uh, yeah. <laughs> So I had done all this vital research and finding all these cool stories. Ann gets on there and zingo. It's all Oakland, whatever the heck it was, cemetery for an hour. So, What do you expect? 
Give me an inch, I take a mile you in the did, cemetery. You did, but so I just took the ball and ran. Yeah. And he didn't have any choice. Well, speaking about taking the ball and running, we have guests today, so yes, I we think do. we should take the ball and run and bring our guests on. Okay. So I want to introduce to you, since I know them both, these uh, two young ladies know. I've known. But go ahead. I've known before I've known you. Knew you. Yes. Knew you. Yeah, knew you. Uh, before I knew you, uh, first one I want to introduce is is my uh, cohort, my uh, co-author of uh, Ghost Chronicles, Ghost Today, and more Ghost Chronicles, <laughs> and uh, also a psychic investigator for the New England Ghost Project, uh, and all around, I'd say one of my good friends. Can I say that? Yes. Maureen I hope Wood. so. I hope so. Maureen Wood. Yes, hi. <laughs> All right, we can have that. There we go. Right. And also joining her is one of Maureen's best friends, oddly enough. My BFF. Yep, she is a, <laughs> uh, a, uh, a member of the Spirit Light Network. I probably screwed that up. Nope, you got that right. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, <laughs> she is a longtime friend of uh, Maureen. And 27 years. 27 years. 27 wow. years, right. And she is uh, somebody who I fondly call Black Betty, but her name is <laughs> Betty Cumberford. All in a nice way, too. Nothing Actually, negative. yeah. So a lot of people say, why do you call her Black Betty? And the my yeah. black heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there, but yeah, it could be. No, uh, th the reason is that um, some people might not know this, but I have difficulty with names. No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I never would I know, I, that I, I hide, at all, right? I hide it pretty Ever. well. I do hide it pretty well. But, yeah. Um, so in order to remember names sometimes, I, I do a little anchorism. So uh, anyways, I always remember that song, Black I think we were writing the first book, right? We were writing Ghost Chronicles, and I think Betty, you were in that in the Ghost Chronicles one, right? She was. Yes. You don't remember Black Betty? And he said she's. He's like, I wonder how she'll feel when she reads it. Wait, yeah. I called her Black Betty before. No, you did, but we used it then on the radio show. But then it was in print. So that was a little bit different. You can't now it's immortalized in print. Yes, it's immortalized. I guess. There you go. Yeah. Someday she'll learn how to spell her name, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> so you're, you're Betty Cumberford. Did I say that right? Yes. Yes. Cumberford. Cumberford. Because I, I was thinking about that on the way in, Maureen. One of the books that you and I wrote together mm -hmm. was uh, Ghost of Day. Right. Yeah. Uh, I meant that one. Before the. I mean, that's the one that that's was thinking. The that's the one you were. That's the yeah. one I Second did. book we wrote. Why was she in Ghost of Day? Because we needed something for my birthday. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, but do we put that? Cause no, on my birthday. no, 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 no. But no, it's it all it's all individual stories. It was a true story that happened to me. Which is the the women's world one when we went to the stone house? That's the first. That book. That was the one. The first book. That's what you. First book. Okay, so I'm in both then. You you are number I'm in one. Both books. Whatever. So we just can't decide. It's been, we have so many books. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, in Ghost of the Day, because you guys sidetracked me. Sorry. Uh, there is a. It's always your fault, right? It is a famous. We all know that. It's always my fault. Let me get this perfectly. It's never safe. your fault. <laughs> everything, everything that happens. Nah, wait a minute. Nah, everything nah. that happens in this world is my fault. Okay. Every woman believes that, so I have just learned to accept it. I, as soon That's as anything good. happened, it's my fault. All I understand right. that. It goes Perfect. all. Goes Not all, everybody gets hit. And it goes all the way back. <laughs> 
You know, it goes all the way back to if Ron's walking through the forest and there are no women around, is he still wrong? Yes, of course he is. Glad you know that. But go ahead, back to your story. My story, right? Yes. Uh, Now I don't even know what you're talking about. So there there is a famous photograph that was taken, and, and I believe the guy's name was Lord Comerford. Okay. We have, you have Ghost of Day at your book. I'm going to have to check this out. But, uh, my office, yeah. I can't quite get so it So it could now, be a distant relative of yours, Betty. Did you ever think of my that? My husband. You could, well, what? Well. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> no, no, that no, would what, be Larry. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Not mine. It's, it, no, it's not my relative. Of course She's it is. He's married. I'm, it would be through marriage, but it would be it, his it's relative. Still, it's still your relative? Well, is your brother-in-law like still not your brother-in-law? Only if I like Depends him. on the day. Whatever. <laughs> See what I mean? I'm wrong. I'll just move on. So okay. move along. So anyways, Fine. it's it's interesting. It's a fa- world-famous sto- uh, photograph. It's taken in the guy's study. Uh, it ha- it's taken by one of the servants during his funeral, and it shows Lord Comerford sitting in his chair, just like that chair. Okay. Yeah. Great. There you go. I'm glad we got to the end of that story. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. So anyway. Are we going to talk about our guests? No, because uh, <laughs> the next thing I wanted to bring up, of course, was was the famous uh, photograph that came to me in the oh, mail. Geez. In oh, one of my rings book. All right. So photograph. the, the, uh, the story, and this is that. getting stronger and stronger, because Maureen, just before she came in on the air, mm-hmm. told me that her washing machine had died. That's hot water third, heater. Hot water heater. So it's the third hot water heater, the third washing machine that has died blender. from people that I know. Not the blender. Yes, I use every day. Oh. Blender, mm. my Jeez, hair dryer, not and now my car. And your car. So we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to put it in the new We're going to burn that picture. If that's what's causing <laughs> you it. Oh, you can't, you can't do, that. do that. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, no. We'll all be cursed forever. That's oh, my right. God. The world will probably end. Think how many exactly. machines you're going to go through. <laughs> you don't know the power of this photograph. <laughs> I, I think it, you're giving you it power. Why do you put the newsletter out? I'm waiting for you to see. Maybe this. you're giving it energy. Maybe you're giving right? it power. I think feeding it. Oh, really? Who's the, who's the uh, washing machines that broke? It's not mine. Okay, maybe anyone, will, you know, in relation to you, right, you're right. sending out waves, oh, like little spidey sense. See, right? I, like I said. Tentacles out to people. Like I said, it's always my fault. So, uh, <laughs> well, but, who got the picture? Anyways, so Betty and uh, Maureen, uh, or should I say, what the hell's her name? J.S. Stevens. J.S. Stevens J. and B.T. Lord. Yeah, B.T. Lord uh, have written a new book which I'm all excited about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Do we have a copy of the book? That we do. It's right here. Okay. Can we see what that looks yes, like, we do. children? And if you can see it. That's well, right. we also have it on, uh, we have a picture of it. If, there you go. If we look in the, uh, yeah. turn it this way. That's all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Sometimes during, sometime during the night, flashing on the screen, we'll, we'll get the gist of it. Okay. So but the name of the book is? Monster of the Asylum. Monster of the Asylum. Ooh. And mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you come up with this title? Betty came up with that. I will say, I have to give her kudos on okay. coming up with the title. All right. Um, you know, it's interesting because it was a fiction book that I had been thinking about for a long time. Ah, there it is. Yes, There's the there cover it is. on the screen now. And um, shot in fat. You right. know, and I have to say, unless I really am writing with a partner, mm-hmm. 
I don't have real true goals, right? It's <laughs> honest to God, I will be the first one to say. And Betty, being a prolific writer, which I always tell Ron, Betty's a Absolutely. great writer. Absolutely, she said that um, all through the years. All the years, you know. Betty said, you know, why don't we write a book? And sure enough, she was like, well, what about the one that you've been working on? Because I've been wanting to been read wanting it for to so read long. it. And so we decided, you know what? Why don't we? Why don't we sit down and collaborate, write it together? And it was a ball. So it's a young That's adult. Awesome. Really? Yeah. So it wasn't Although like when we wrote the book. Can, adult, adult too. too. Yeah. So it wasn't like when we wrote the book, we wanted to kill each other. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little different, right? Because I think for you and I, we were writing the book. I mean, although everybody's perspective is different, that when we were writing our books like Ghost Chronicles, they'll say, oh, is it fiction? Well, no. Oh. It's, it's true, right? True we're story. talking about experiences. So when you're doing fiction, though, that's totally different. Right. Because now you have to pull from your own experiences, right? Or So her and I, we collaborated. We you know, each had a chapter. We worked together. And you know, we had a great time because we were bringing in little bits and pieces um, of our own experiences and weaving them in and laughing like fools a lot of the times. So is, is the book wit. really based on your experiences? Some of them. Some of them, yeah. We've weaved it in. Nice. Mm-hmm. It takes place in, in an asylum. Really? Which is very wow. loosely based. You must be based. psychic. It's very loosely based on Danvers. You can put that down. Right. On the Danvers okay. State oh. Hospital. Yes. Okay. Ah. Nice. Is Steve in it? Hmm? Steve in it? My Steve? Yeah, he worked on the Simon. The, uh, oh, the yeah, Everest. he did work on it, but no, he's not in it. Uh, you didn't have a construction worker that get killed in it or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we do have a... Well, I won't tell well, you. Don't say anything. Uh, I won't say anything. No so, spoilers. you got to read it. Well, what's, no spoilers. What's, what is it about? I mean, people aren't going to say, oh, the monster is asylum. Okay, you got to make it intriguing so they want to go out Go ahead, Betty. It's about four, it. four teenagers who were friends, and they find out that there's an opportunity to get out of this tiny little town that they live in in western Massachusetts by What's getting on TV. We made, up a, we made up a town. What's the name of it? Millbrook. Millbrook. Oh, that's Millbrook. a good name. And so one of the very famous uh, ghost shows on TV are going to do a Halloween investigation. Ooh. So they put out mm. a contest to have another team go along with them. So our teenagers win the contest and end up going to Meadowlark Asylum. Mm-hmm. And it's not what they think it's going to be. Great. <laughs> oh, it sounds yeah. great. Yeah. And I, I do love, so I, the part of the cover is behind us on our, on our green screen. It is? And yes, it's it is. the four kids mm-hmm. standing in the field, in the darkened field. And um, the title was just too big for me oh. to fit <laughs> on. So it I'm like, well, this yeah. looks really cool. They did a great job. I like that. Standing in the field. So I love the cover. Did you, now, did you guys come up with a cover art or, I know. I oh, good. She did. I, you did. That's great. Yeah. I, I found s- I love covers. I love yeah. So why did you need her? Because I'm odd. She's no. <laughs> she, she came up with really great ideas because, yeah. as I said, I wrote a chapter. She wrote the next chapter. And we kind of Really? You did it that way? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we collaborated. We, oh, that's we plotted it. But as yeah. any writer knows, you never follow your plot because sometimes the story go off in a different direction than you expect. Sort of like expect. the show does. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. We'd be so forever we calling each other going, um, you know, the chapter was supposed to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. It changed. Ah. (laughs) And so just because when you're preparing for the next chapter, she has to understand where I was going, right, Mm -hmm. so that she can pick up from where I left off. So did you have a storyline? We did. We had a very loose storyline that, as I said, we allowed for changes because sometimes the characters will take over and say, Mm -hmm. no, you've got to do this. But what I did want to say about the book is at the end, and this is the first in a series that we're going to do, 
and at the end of every book we're going to put how-tos. Um, for example, she writes about protection and me being a shamanic practitioner, I talk about how to work with energy if you're an empath. Oh, that's so cool. the ends of even though the book is fiction, it is based mm -hmm. on a lot of our own true life experiences. Right. And we'll have these little how-tos at the end to help whoever's oh, reading great. this, especially teenagers that might be bombarded with energy. Right, so they go out right. there and right. yeah, stick their nose yeah, where they shouldn't know, be. Because you know, uh, yeah, okay. my partner Steve Wilson and I, we, that's why we separated <laughs> oh. the, the names. Because under my real name, I write those books on empathy with Steve Wilson, right. the nonfiction. So we're kind of weaving what we do in there. What is the website of your uh, the Spirit Light ne Network? Um, it's spiritlightnetwork.net, and uh, the books with Stephen and I are comerfordwilson.com. Okay, very good. And my own for my books are btlordwriter.com. Ooh, sweet. And, uh, of course, Maureen is a member of the New England Ghost Project, so you mm -hmm. can... Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what's on there. <laughs> I don't know, but I do have, I have, finally have a website. So Maureen-Wood.com. And it's a beautiful Pretty website. Easy. Nice website. That's great. Yeah, so That's it's, great. it's fun. So why did you really, I mean, you mentioned that like, oh, why don't we do the book? But what m moved you from just talking about it to actually doing it? I mean, because that's always a big thing. Well, I've been writing my fiction books for two years now. So I have two series out, Murder Mysteries, and they're Ooh. set in Maine. And I have a set mm. of Paranormal Mysteries set on these islands the, I, that I created off the coast of Maine, and they're, they're cursed. Ah, so you have all these my pretty pictures cool. been there. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably that's where the picture where it came, came from. from. Mm, see, you owe me a coke. <laughs> do, 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 Sent you the cursed picture. Yeah, coffin Islands. They, they're, they're called the Coffin Islands. So the picture, the picture. <laughs> Get the little midget. So I actually met Maureen 27 years ago as part of a writing group. Really? Oh, yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah, I, romance I, writers. I, of oh America. yeah, I remember that. Remember stuff that? Now. Yeah, yeah. We we totally left that. We decided we were more murder writers, yeah. thrillers, yeah, we like scary. Well, yeah. in Not all just fairness, murder, yeah. that's how we got our start. Right? Yeah. That's how we got our start. Murdering and no, not murdering. No? Although oh, okay. I I'd like to, but um, <laughs> no, through romance writers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did, a, did a talk. We, we did a presentation yeah, that's there. Right, you did. And uh, our, our agent. agent uh, just Theater. loved us, yeah. what's not the love, right. uh, and signed us up. And yeah. uh, that's how it all began, was through the romance writers. So right. we owe the real romance writers a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do too, because that's where we met. That's right. See? Yep. Oh, my God. So now, have you two, so obviously you're writing together, have you investigated together and yes. and, and yeah. done much? Oh, that's okay, that's it. All right, leave it down. <laughs> We're going to just lay it down. down. Yeah, we don't need to see it ever again. <laughs> I actually came along on a couple of the New England Ghost Project <gasps> investigations. I forgot oh, okay. about that. Do you remember? I showed you the Stone House. Maine. Just tuned me out. In Maine, but then the Stone House as well. And Stone in uh, Houghton, the Houghton mm -hmm. Mansion. Maine, though. I remember Maine. Hey, right. God, that was brutal. Yeah, I another had, unheated. Oh, I had no. It was nice. Oh, it was a f four-class resort. Oh, I had. But during winter, right? Maureen, it's cold. It doesn't matter. I it's had cold. A, we had broken up into two groups. I had Maureen, Betty, Laura, somebody else too. I forget who the heck it was. Oh, you had so rough. I had all these freaking <laughs> mediums 
<laughs> it was brutal. Oh, that's that's all, all the guys were together. They, in all fairness, though, they got the best evidence. Who? Not the mediums. Oh. <laughs> hey, we had a great weekend. We went out and did shamanic work. We had a great out on the, uh, yeah, on the on the beach. We had a good yeah. time. Oh. The next morning. Yeah. Yeah, because our friend came. Uh, Amy Wilkins mm -hmm. came with us. Yeah. It's another. So it turned of out to be group. a really good weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Oh, we, great. Yeah, yeah, but uh, anyway, okay. I'm sorry. No, that's I not, didn't want to interrupt that's your questions. Right. I, just, I just wondered if they had worked together mm -hmm. as well as being friends yeah. and also investigated together. And uh, You did some stuff with, with Betty, too, you did through the uh, Steve Wilson, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I was part of t doing the shamanic mm -hmm. work and the classes and so yeah. forth. But I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. a long time ago. And another life. And another life, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So do you th I introduced Betty to her husband. That's so she should did. be thanking me oh. every day. I know. Wow. <laughs> that could have gone really bad, That's but it wasn't. It went really good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Really? This is How many right? years? Is 17 years? So who, yeah. did, who did you know first, Betty or her husband? Her husband. Uh -huh. Ooh. But hey, that made it work really well because I knew the personalities and figured they were. You know, in all fairness, I don't know if Betty's husband exists. I've never seen him. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's a I've really good guy. I've never seen him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we're really talking back to high school. Oh, God. No. Thank right? you. I Thank love you. you. Well, no. I wish. Close. No. 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 But still, 27 years right. ago, 30, Close. almost well. 30. Close. You know, we're, we're, not college. we're not getting younger. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, I lose. My kids were like four or five when I met Betty. Oh, they're right. 34. Oh, okay. All right. Get so. the picture. Okay. Yeah, I'm old. Fine. I'm old, okay? No, Get the picture. Oh, no, 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 no. We're old. I had your kids when you were 12, so come on. <laughs> well, that sounds even worse, Betty. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Get that. Yeah, moving along. <laughs> moving along. Please. So, um, Maureen, is, ever since I've known her, she's always... Uh, been involved in in all different modalities of the of uh, spiritualism, mm -hmm. and she's always looking at the the new newer stuff. Do you think there's like a common thread that goes through all of this, all these different modalities? I think so. I mean, I think even with all the different religions out there, mm. that you can, if you were to read different books on every different religion, you're going to find a commonality between them. And mm -hmm. to me, that's what you know is real. So if you have all these different faiths that are talking about, you know, their belief system, mm -hmm. I think take a close look at it, and you'd be surprised as how many similarities there are. Yeah. Do you know the golden rule is in every religion? Do golden unto others. What? Do unto others. Oh. You know what the golden every... rule is, right? Screw do unto others. Before they screw you? As um, they no. would do to you? That's not it. No. Oh. Close. <laughs> Oh, that's the rule of That's cap Ron's golden rule. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm too nice. That's the gospel my according yeah. to Ron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Way too nice. <laughs> no, they, that's uh, that's the golden rule of capitalism. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah, right. not even close. <laughs> but it is in every major religion. Oh, so it? there yeah. is a commonality, yes. And I think if you go through all the... Get rid of all the ceremony and all that stuff, you look at the, the basic thing of it, it's... The the tenor is, is the same in all of them as well, uh, no matter what deity that, that's involved in it. Uh, in, and there are so many other things that involved it. Like you said, the golden rule is one of them. Even in 
the idea of moving raising yourself it, mm-hmm. you know it's it's an, even in Catholicism I mean, we we talk about uh, uh, you know they talk about purgatory and purgatory is is to get yourself clean so you can go up with mm-hmm. God and be in that big party they got going up there and even in you know with the Buddhism and all of it's all about raising your raising your vibration raising your energies yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's uh, that's so important as far as is that is you gotta go be open minded in, in, in everything you do I mean, I'm sure there are things that you both don't agree with and personally I'm not talking mm-hmm. about you know the like for instance, protection. You mentioned that in, in, in the things. So, um, you believe in protection, right? Well, when we go out and investigate, we never know where we would go, mm-hmm. right? For me, depending how I felt every day, so I might. And we're have talking a day. about spirit protection. Sorry, by the spirit. Way. Yeah, that. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I won't even go there. See, that thought never occurred to me, Ron. But anyway, that's okay. Um, but when we're talking about spiritual protection. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was like peeling an onion, right? So I wanted to have as much as I could, because if I had a flu one day and I wasn't feeling good, you know, on one level, I'd say, you know, I'm strong enough. I should be protected. My faith keeps me protected. But then again, I'm no fool, right? So I want to be able to, not calling a fool or anything. <laughs> but I, I'm this will be the about, last book they I'm write together. No, but as peeling layers of an onion, let's say. So if I brought, you know, had coins in my pocket for, you know, um, grounding or the metal, right? Or um, rosary beads or holy water or whatever. And I, I just one quick Since little. Since when you carry that stuff? From you when you give yeah, it. That's right. um, <laughs> but remember the time when we were investigating in, in one of the basements, right? And we weren't getting a lot of EMF readings. We weren't, and I was feeling this energy. And it was a night I wasn't feeling great. So let's just say it was piled up with everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of comical because Ron came over and he goes, "All right, really, what do you have with you?" I'm like, "Well, I have this, and I have this, and I had a mound sitting on top of a filing cabinet." By the time we're done, he was like, "Really, Maureen? Come on!" But you know what, after you came over and the EMF was working. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fine, you know, but I don't feel strong enough. But Betty would have a different perspective on right. that, right? Well, so what is your... Well, no, no, no. What? Hey, hey, you're not the host here. <laughs> you don't <laughs> shove this off to other people. You're the one who don't put it to us. I, no, I put it to you. Oh, we're right, talking we're about you first oh, of all. Hey, 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 see this? <laughs> I, well, let's see Chief. something else. <laughs> oh, really? Except for you. Really? For you. really? What about the blonde bombshell over here? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. Okay, my apologies. I'm going to get whacked. I know again. I'm going to hit you with your own flag. I know it. I know it. I deserve it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm get, it's my Every fault. Every day, man. My fault. Every day. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so okay. I remember one time we were at the Houghton Mansion, or Houghton Mansion, whatever the hell it is, and uh, we were in there, and this you were really having a hot, tough time because some of the spirits there are, are not like the happiest people in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, anyways, we took a break from what we were doing, and I remember because I was standing next to you when you were thinking that my meat is going off like a hundred miles an hour. It's all bright red. It's clicking like crazy. So I said, "Let's take a break." So Marvin and I went outside, and then I took out my Van Helsing special blend, and I gave a little spray job. That sounds like shit. But anyway, yeah, spray it all around her, right? Yeah, and then like Febreze. Oh, much. Yeah. much better. Spiritual, spiritual. Like industry, yeah. Industry gets rid of orbs, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so we came back in, and uh, you want to take it from there? Oh, well, 
I was feeling energy around me, but it was far, like far away. So Ron had the meter, and then all of a sudden I could feel <laughs> the it. The meter far away. Far away. It would go off, and every time off, I got but, close to him. But every time he get close to me, it would stop, right? It would go on until he went behind me and went near my rear end. Because oh, <laughs> he didn't God. spray there, right? Oh, Mr. Spot. <laughs> Mr. Spot. <laughs> oh, it was just, it was funny, but anyway. Uh, I guess maybe you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We've had, actually had, we've had some fun times in there. We, we have. We really have. Oh, you have to. I mean, now, when you look back at them, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> because you survived. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Barely. But, <laughs> it, mm -hmm. and by the way, uh, Van Helsing Special Blend is available. You can <laughs> buy it now at uh, Circles of Wisdom. It's also available oh, nice. from... Um, uh, what's Leslie's place? Uh, Real, uh, positively positively brilliant. brilliant. Positively brilliant. You can get that at, on her uh, store. Brilliant. And I know it's a great thing. <laughs> I actually got to get another one. I gave mine away. Yes. What? Because yeah. someone needed it for their twelve-year-old daughter. Oh. So I gave it away to them. Could have bought one. That's why I will get Here's one from you. Here's the address. You can. Uh, I know. But. Get this from this guy. I would have signed it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the reason I actually ended up selling these stupid things, and it's not like we didn't really make any money on either. The, the <laughs> idea is because people requested them so much, they would say, oh, where can I get it? Where can I get it? And I said, you can't. You can't. It's mine. So eventually, I, Leslie and I were sitting down one time. We said, what? She's, she said she was going to make some, like, sage and stuff like that. And I said, well, how about doing special blend? And that was it. We designed the the, the little cover on it. What do you call that label? And, mm -hmm. and everything. I mean, for those who don't know, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a cool. nice bottle. It's, it's really a Reiki-infused bottle. And um, it comes with the St. Michael's Prayer printed mm -hmm. on it. And it also has a uh, blessed uh, silver crucifix from mm -hmm. uh, Italy, which is new from the, the original one. The original one just had a cross on it. We now went to... Uh, a uh, silver crucifix and uh, yeah it's it's pretty good people love it uh our friends uh, who did our cartoons he, he buys tons of those oh jason doobie yep mm -hmm. from uh really yep, yep he uses jason well yeah. i don't know why i'm thinking ron says thanks yeah. jason <laughs> wow <laughs> anyways so that's that story yeah. so so protection you use to protect yourself basically mm -hmm. so that's it right. all right now betty you don't like yourself, you don't care. There's a different perspective of looking that's, at it. That's what I really want to hear about it. Yep. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. And if you feel you need protection, that's fine. No, no, I, I know that. But, but why, why, why don't you use because, it? That's, that's what um, I'm trying to get. If you think about what you're doing when you put on protection, you're announcing to the universe, I'm scared. And that's a vulnerability. So we believe, and I, when I say me, our little shamanic community, that... Um, heal your fears because that's a vulnerability right. and there's nothing that the other side can come after and poke at that if you've healed that fear right. and the thing is from personal experience when I started this work I would have things coming at me and I tried every protection under the sun that I could find and it would work for a little while but then they'd come back and it kept upping the ante and upping the ante. I actually got dragged out of my bed physically one night. Oh, my God. That's how bad it was. It wasn't your husband. It wasn't my <laughs> husband. He was fast asleep. Okay. So that's how Curious. bad it wow. got. And I, then I started studying shamanism, and I realized if I remove my fears, they're not going to be able to do that to me. 
and that's what's done it for me. Mm -hmm. So whenever we, I mean, we became the group thanks to you. You know, we we tread where uh, you know we we what was it? Where we I get blood. Well, what you would actually recommend people that would. Yeah, have you recommend done. people to us because uh, we yeah. deal with the darker aspects Absolutely. because we're not afraid, because we've worked on our fears. We we tread where others fear to tread or something I love like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So See, that was your sign with the snake on it. Yeah, a little right. flag with the snake on yeah. it. Don't tread on me. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, think that's a, I think that's a great attitude. Mm -hmm. It's a different way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I said, if, if, you, if you feel you need it, mm -hmm. by all means do it. Mm -hmm. But as I said, with us, it just kept upping the ante. And um, Steve actually had a very prophetic dream, Steve Wilson. Um, he was dreaming where somebody kept throwing stuff at him constantly in the dream, and he kept batting it, and he kept getting tired and tired. And a guide finally said, stop. And he put down the bat, and this dark thing in his dream kept throwing things at him, but he ended up, the dark thing got tired because Steve didn't react. Because that's what they're looking for, oh. isn't it? Mm -hmm. They're looking for an emotional, energetic reaction from you. Mm -hmm. If you don't give it to them, they may up the ante for a little bit, but if you just don't give it to them, they'll go away. Yeah, you're not giving a, them what mm -hmm. they there's want. There's always been a, the theory out there anyways that uh, entities, certain entities will feed on fear. Right. And yes, they do. That's... I mean, many times we tell people to, it would be more laugh, you know, to have, to raise that vibration, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's oh, true, yeah. though. It is. Sure. If you're happier, you know, you're not arguing. If right. you think about it, there was a certain people, I won't give any names, but we'd go and uh, check out their house, and they'd always have something darker at their house, but they were always in really bad arguments as well. Right. Um, so, you know, which came first? Yeah. You know, you almost wonder if they weren't attracting it because of... A lot of the darker, right. and the darker aspects and, were probably yeah, right. triggering it Feeding even more it, right. so. And the so. dysfunction. Oh my exactly, God! Exactly. How many, yeah. how many investigations have you gone out on? And it's just, you go in the house and you know right away yeah. because the house is completely dysfunctional. The mm -hmm. the relationships, the the order, or mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just chaos. It's right. chaos. Yeah. And the lower energies are going to feed on that. And you walk in and you look around and you go, ah, I get it, mm -hmm. I get it, I mm -hmm. see this, <laughs> I, I, I understand see, why this forget, is happening. Forget, uh, Anne. Anne was a paranormal investigator before I even met her. Yeah. Uh, she was the uh, founded uh, East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. It is East Bridgewater, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, yeah. and she did many investigations uh, yeah. before I even met her. So, but it uh, just seems yeah. like. Const, that was a constant thread mm -hmm. is is just I mean probably one of the most ha haunted houses that I had ever been in in East Bridgewater was uh, oh God I after we all left I I, I could feel it on my skin mm. and I, I'm like I have to go home and take a shower that was just horrible 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 um, <laughs> I mean, you know, dirty house, there was stuff everywhere, and, and you know, plus the energy, too, when it was just probably very stagnant. It's interesting ah. you say take a shower, right? Because yeah. a lot of times when you work with energy, we'll tell people, listen, if you go into the house and you're feeling like you, you just like got to clean yourself, yeah. well, but, you yeah. imagine and visualize that the water that's coming over you, it's like red, right, coming off yeah. and cleansing, like you're cleaning off all that, that mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. So 
you know, it has something to do with it. What do you feel like when you take a shower? Right. You, you feel, feel just refreshed. You're refreshed yeah. and you feel like your energy is a little bit better. You should always wash the negativity off here anyways because just in normal life there is so much negativity mm. in the world, especially nowadays, that mm. uh, that's why I always shower before I go to bed. I just, that's it, my way of cleansing and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so I can that sleep. Definitely. Peacefully. You know what's good too is Epsom salt. Yes. Epsom yeah. salt is an excellent way to cleanse yourself because, you know, uh, everybody has an aura. And when you do this kind of work, you actually get little tears in your aura, and the Epsom salt fixes mm. it. So you come out okay. feeling not only refreshed, but stronger. I can mm. use scotch tape, too. <laughs> you can do that, too. <laughs> so anyways, we do have a paranormal news. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, we just want to take just a, a little break. So we have a special paranews this Ooh, month. I'm excited. It's, it's, well, it's not, it's, it's not an exciting kind of paranews, but... Mm -hmm. um, our, our intrepid uh, power news guy, Nathan Mayer, put this together. And uh, if we can roll that now, we will watch the power news. Lorraine Rita Morin Warren was born in Devon, Connecticut on January 31, 1927. Mrs. Warren was an avid animal lover and rescuer, having given selflessly to numerous animal charities. She was a genuine, compassionate individual and was pure of heart. At her home in Monroe, Connecticut, she passed away peacefully on Thursday, April 18th, 2019 at the age of 92. Mrs. Warren, world-renowned paranormal researcher and ghost hunter, was half of the husband and wife team of Ed and Lorraine Warren, seekers of the supernatural. The Warrens founded the New England Society of Psychic Research in 1952. Called America's Top Ghost Hunters, the team was often asked to assist in numerous police investigations involving satanic ritualistic murders and were in high demand by hundreds of colleges and universities to speak on the subject of the supernatural. Mrs. Warren and her husband have co-authored a series of books on the subject of the supernatural. Together, they were the inspiration of what is now known as The Conjuring Universe, a series of feature motion pictures which include The Conjuring series, Annabelle series, and The Nun series, and others. A third Conjuring film will begin filming this summer. They were among only a handful of investigators asked to investigate the Amityville Horror case and were consultants on the first Amityville Horror film. If you want to watch a few good paranormal screen gems that involved Ed and Lorraine Warren's work, and I think captures the spirit of who they were, I recommend the following. Plus, Lorraine makes an appearance in all three. The Conjuring, a 2013 film 
focused on the Warrens' 1971 case in which they investigated a witch's curse at a farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Lorraine Warren is the elder woman in the front row of the classroom where Carolyn is listening to the Warrens' presentation. The Haunted, a 1991 made-for-TV movie which can be found on YouTube, depicts a family that moves into a house that was plagued by a few spirits and a demon. The real Lorraine Warren appears as a reporter who collapses on the front yard. A Haunting in Connecticut, a 2002 Discovery Channel feature-length TV special about a normal family moving into a formal funeral home that was infested by a demon. Lorraine Warren takes part as being interviewed. Throughout my paranormal excursions, I did cross paths with Lorraine Warren twice. The first being in 2008 at a paranormal conference in Pennsylvania, where after her presentation, I went to a car to purchase these two books you see beside me, which she signed. Keith and Sandra Johnson was also part of the group that followed her to her car, and she mistook me as their son, Keith Jr. Since then, Keith and Sandra Johnson have been calling me their parasun, and I've been calling them my paraparents. The second being two years later at the Mark Twain House in Connecticut, where she did a sit-down Q&A lecture. I recalled our first meeting to her, and she remembered it. During this interaction, I had her sign the ticket and this DVD, The Haunting in Connecticut. Mrs. Warren was loved by thousands of people throughout the world. Here are some remarks about Lorraine. Ryan Buell from Paranormal State. What makes Lorraine great was her humanity. She lived as she loved, and she was love and compassion. Chip Coffey from Paranormal State, Kindred Spirits, and Psychic Kids. I was blessed to have worked with Lorraine Warren. Vera Famiga, who plays Lorraine in the Conjuring series. I was so blessed to have known Lorraine, and I'm honored to betray her. She has touched my life so. Keith Johnson, Carl, Keith's twin brother, and I were lifelong friends with Ed and Lorraine, and we were comforted that they are now reunited. Andrea Perrin, from the, the Conjuring case, the, from the first movie. Lorraine Warren was very fond of all of the parent family, especially my father. Carmen Reed, the mother from the Haunting Connecticut story. Lorraine Warren, thank you for your help. I would have been at a loss on how to process what was happening to me. Tony Spera. Lorraine was a remarkable, loving, compassionate, and giving soul. She was a wonderful and giving family member. Katrina Weidman from Paranormal State, Paranormal Lockdown, and now Portals to Hell. Always classy, Lorraine was full of joy and kindness. I cherish the moments I've had with her. Patrick Wilson, who portrays Ed Warren in the Conjuring series. Lorraine was a friend and inspiration. I'll miss the stories, the laughter, and the guidance. Lorraine, from my paramama and parapapa and myself, Love and prayers, honey. Oh, 
that, that was lovely. I thought that was a lovely tribute. Yeah. Nice work, Nate. Absolutely. Very good. He did a lot of, put a lot of work into that. He did. So, Nate. God bless Lorraine. Yeah. So. Yeah, may she rest in peace. That's right. There you go. That's right. So before we do go any further, I do want to mention um, that if you enjoy the show, and who doesn't, uh, you can now see it on our YouTube channel. YouTube. Yes, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation has a YouTube channel. And uh, just hop on there, search for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, or even just Ghost Chronicles. It should come right up. Um, I've been picking away at it slowly, uh, but we've got the whole first like a scab, year. Right? Yeah, like a scab. Uh, that's yep. I've uh, got the whole first year of our live studio shows on our YouTube channel. It's so only twelve. Yeah, twelve. But you still have a first year. That's not first year. Five years. I know. I told. I, I. What did I just say? I'm picking away at it slowly. slowly yeah. Do you know how long it takes to load one-hour no shows? I no, have no long idea. Right, time. you have no idea. No idea. No idea. But please hop on. Please subscribe to our channel, uh, and that would be lovely because we don't have very many subscribers right now. Well, you started it. Uh, I'm sorry? We just started it. Yes, we did nobody, just start it. Half nobody knows about it. I don't it. even think it's, right. a, it's a month old yet. I mean, I made yeah. the channel a long time ago, but... Then I we never done nothing with it. I never did anything with it. Right. And now I'm doing something with it because Evie Cam also has a YouTube channel. I'm going to put that plug out there too. You can also find our Ghost Chronicles shows on Evie Cam, but only the most recent. The most recent. What? What? So not all of them. You can still see them archived, right? Aren't they archived on a regular one? Oh yes. Oh. I'm sorry. Yes. Oof. No, not on on the uh, uh, no. They're archived on our website. Our EBCAM website. Yes. We have all five years archived on the site. Right. But on our EBCAM YouTube channel. Not to be confused with our website. Right. Or their website. You're the one that's making people confused. Seriously. Yeah, you got me confused. You were going to forget about this until I brought it up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yes. it's my fault, so don't worry about it's, it. I was going to forget about it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. All right. I think we should get back to it, I guess. So oh, there. yeah. Right. Man. All right. So uh, <laughs> we are speaking with... Uh, Maureen Wood and Betty Cumberford, and they have written a new book that's a thriller, evidently. It is. And it's got little kids in it. And, it's got uh, four kids. And I will kids. say, these characters, yes. three of them, right? Is it three? Mm -hmm. My grandchildren. Four of them, actually. Four. Uh, my grandchildren. Oh, that's And great. so it was a way it. that, you know, someday something happens to me, I'm like, oh, they'll have a book that they'll be in. We Aww. also did a dedication in Betty has her niece, Sasha, as one nice. of the characters. Oh, so we thought cool. it'd be kind of fun. Love so, it. So, two girls, two guys? Yes. All right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm. And the main character has a younger sister. Right. Oh. She's going to figure more in book two. Yes. A little snot and a little uh -huh. bracket. Uh, and around. I just, I have to brag, I have a new granddaughter, right? Yeah. So, before she's even born, I knew the name. So, mm. she's the crazy Aunt Juliet. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, this will be fun working her into the story. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. That's so what awesome. is the name of this ghost group that they're coming with? The Ghost Seekers. The Ghost is Seekers. The, the, the teenager's name for their team is the Ghost Seekers. Oh, that's the Ghost um, Seekers. But the ones that they the attended was the Ghost Dudes. The Ghost Dudes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So no women in it, right? 
Well, there is, but you know, of course, the she's guy the, started it before she was involved, she's the and dudette. they she's the dudette, and they yeah. refused to change the name because she was joining the group. Uh, yeah, she, she's she's the group psychic, right? Really? Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. And some things befall poor Tina. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't spoil it. We yeah, spoil yeah, but we, we want people to be enthused about it and, right. and to want to go out and buy it. Well, tell them what happened with um, your sister when she was reading it. Because we, we have what we call beta readers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So once we finish a book, we send it out to some people we trust for their opinion. Right. And tell them what right. your sister said. Well, it's funny because my sister is not an avid reader. She doesn't really read a lot, you know. And I said Which to her, would you like this? Donna? Okay, you have several. I have a lot, yeah. yes. <laughs> but this is my sister Donna. Okay. And um, she was like, I'll read it for you, I'll read it for you. And I thought, yeah, that's never going to happen, but I appreciate it. So I sent it to her, and uh, she read it within a couple of hours. Oh, my God. I, I know. And now I'm thinking for her. And she actually, she was only 20 pages away to being finished, and she picked it up the next day and finished it at her lunch hour. But when I when she was reading it, I texted her, and she called me. She said, oh, my God. She said, I was so into the story that when you texted me, I jumped out of my skin <laughs> because I was in the scary part of the story. And That's I so just, cool. you know, and I, I said, well, she's like, I'm at page, like, 160-something. I was like, you're only 20 pages away. She's like, Really? Wow. So, yeah. So, I, that, to me, meant a lot because oh, yeah, she doesn't definitely. read a lot. So, right. And one of our beta yeah. readers, Bob Eddy, um, great guy, he, uh, he was mad at me because he started reading it at night. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to get up at 5 in the morning uh -oh. to get to work. Right. And he sent me a photograph of him completely disheveled because he only got His one hair hour. all over the place. He only got one hour sleep <laughs> because he got so into it. Oh! So that's why we say it's young adult, but we're getting a lot of good <laughs> feedback from adults. Where, where is it right? available? Amazon. Yeah. So it's available both in the ebook and mm -hmm. the and hard a, cop and copy? And a paperback, yes. And yeah. a paperback, yeah. And because this is the first book in the series, um, the ebook is only 99 cents. Ooh. So Buy two. I'll have to hop on and get the ebook e book then. Right. You can read? Uh, <laughs> better than you, my friend. No, I, I will not saying. argue a, a single point with that. How many of you out there have heard me read on this show mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have heard Ron read? Mm. How many? Mm. <laughs> well, I have Let to tell you. Let us know you think does a better job. When okay. Ron and I got together and we started writing a book, right, we were talking to our agent. And she said, so how many books do you oh, need, Ron? And here we are <laughs> writing books for her. And, you know, she said, how many do you read? And Ron's like, you know, it was like crickets, right? Mm. It was silence. I'm, well, I'm not really a big reader. Really? And she's like, really? You're writing a book? But, you're, but I have to say, Ron is a really good writer. Yeah, so, good. Um, and so it's very unusual to have someone who doesn't read that can write. I'm just, that's just, not, it's saying it's a good thing. Three books. <laughs> that's all you've read? My entire life. <gasps> See? Stop well, it. you're going to be four, reading four, right? <laughs> you stop it. Imagine that. You well, you've been to school, you've Three. had to read them. <laughs> College. It. Really? They didn't have audio books back then. How could you go through <laughs> your life and only read three books? I, gra I graduated with a 4.0. Yeah. And a minor in English. That's frightening. Yes. <laughs> really frightening. I took English literature. You never had to read Silas Marner? Uh, oh, I had to read a lot of books. But how many did I read is the question. Uh-huh. <laughs> or uh -huh. the answer. I read, the I read Stargate, which was a little 
pamphlet books. I was going to say, does that count as, I don't think that counts as a book. And I read When Worlds Collide in High School, uh -huh. which was a, a real book, and uh, yeah. And uh, there was some other one, I can't remember what the other one was, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Impressed you that much? I can't remember what you I don't read. have the. He only read three books, and he can only remember the title of two. I don't have the patience to read. That's <laughs> it's as simple as that. Uh, as you know, on this show, I, I get a little distracted at times. A little. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So three books. That's the true story. Now that doesn't mean I can't read. It just means that I don't have the patience so to read. you choose not to. I choose, choose not, not to. Not to. Uh, I have an extensive library. I love books. Um, I read certain portions of the book when I need something uh, or find out or want to understand something. I, I will look up into these books or different things to try to understand something or, or uh, look up something. But, uh, yeah, I have a huge library, actually. Uh -huh. and, uh, I, I, yeah, I am sure. And, uh, you know, hundreds of books. And uh, <laughs> No, I have never read one, sat down and read one okay. cover to cover. All right, well. And I, so I, I am dying to ask. So I, I understand your pen name, B.T. Ward, because that's, that's your name. J.S. Stevens, tell me about that. She did already. It's my kid. Well, you, you sure wasn't in the room. J.S. Stevens, my son, Josh. Neither was our audience. Baby, which oh. he would laugh to say is my baby, but he's 32 years old. Uh -huh. um, well, he'll always well, be your baby. Yes, the right. So Joshua, Sabrina. And Stephen is my husband's name. So I said the oh. three, you know, important aspects and loves of my life for oh, many years great. before my grandkids uh -huh. was Josh, Sabrina, and Stephen. Oh. Isn't that sweet? Yes, it is very sweet. Only a woman would chose that. I, I, I realize I, some I, guy would never do that. Probably not. No. Well, actually ever. think but about it with J.D. Robb, right? You have Nora Roberts, who was trying to have a book written so that guys would read it. Because for many years, the guys wouldn't read her books because mm -hmm. they'd be embarrassed to have a woman's name on the cover. Of course they would. Really? So she had her kids' names. She I used the initials no of her kids' books. names and Rob's for Roberts. Mm -hmm. ah. So J.D. Rob. Yeah. So wow. it's not unu that unusual. I actually think I got it from her. It's still, well, once, it, it's once again, it's a woman. There. Okay, well. No guy would chose that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a great idea, and I wondered, you know, um, when you sent it. I'm like, oh, I wonder where she got that name. Or who, maybe it was her maiden name, or I don't wrote, know. Uh, the one with the wizards? J.K. Rowley. J.K. Rowley. Yeah. Right? She did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, she did that because she didn't want the books to be judged if it was written by a woman. Mm -hmm. But if J.K., so, you don't know if it's a man why or a woman. Are we so right? you don't know. Why is it such a big deal if it was a real woman? Or because a you have people that are, you know, maybe not so much now because of a lot of e-readers yeah. and, you know, people looking on an iPad. But for right. many years, you have the paperbacks and mm -hmm. you're, you know, you have this guy, you know, this... Sorry, um, this male machoism, and you're reading a book, and it has a woman's name on it. So it's just been, mm. you know, I don't know, poor form for Whatever. the guys. They don't like to have another man look at him and say, judge him by what he's reading. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, although I, you don't know, they put the fake covers on it, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah, true. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they're yeah. reading. <laughs> yeah, it's Time Magazine, all right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why are you putting it this way? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm, so did you have any, uh, when you were going through this whole writing process, did you ever have a point where you were just in total disagreement about no, actually, where you no, wanted no. this to go? No, 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 no. 
went really well. No, uh, we, we've had ours. Yes. Uh, yeah, because, you know. <laughs> After the second book, she says, I'll never get a right yeah, with you right? again. I did. I just needed a break. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know why, right? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do, my friend. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Oh, Ron, we love you. Yes, we do. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you just, you know, you don't need a break sometimes. <laughs> well, I was, I was just curious. Oh, poor Ron. We hold his itty-bitty feelings. Sorry. <laughs> I've opened up but, my sensitive well, side. Well, that's good. Oh, geez. <laughs> good. I'm glad you opened that up. Yeah. Frank, open that door. So I, I'm, I'm really excited about this book, and I think it should be a motion picture. Because I, that's it would be. Way. It actually would be a good. A it good would movie. be because uh, that <laughs> then I'd actually be able to see it for sure. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. The little bits and pieces we say we put our own experiences in. So yeah. a lot of it, even when you know, Jan was one of the readers, right? Your wife Jan, yeah. Saint Jan, and she read portion of it, and she kept yeah. saying, "You sure Ron's not in this book?" Right. <laughs> And I said, no, I think it's because she saw some of my experiences in investigating in some of the personalities, let's say, of the characters. So, yeah, you know, like um, you'd go out and we the time we investigated in Boston and we have um, we brought, you know, the monk with us, Brian, the monk. Mm -hmm. Right. And do you remember when we were going out and I had the dream ahead of time? Yeah. So there's a dream in this book with. Oh, different cool. events happening. So you're, you're, you're relying a lot on your personal Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. So the other part is growing up, not that I was put into an asylum, but I had to visit an <laughs> asylum have, at one point to, with, the, with someone that was in there, and I had a really crazy experience while in there, and oh. I incorporated bits and oh, pieces that's, of that. That's in that too? Yeah. 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 I know that story. Actually. And that was really, I think, where I had to want to write about the asylum because of that experience. It's always really, I hate to use the words haunted, but has haunted me since that time and I was probably 14 years old. So, so Betty, who's your favorite character in the book and why? Who's my favorite character? Yeah. Definitely Sasha. Why she, though? She's my niece. <laughs> Here we go. No, because That's why women should write books. <laughs> no, because she, um, <laughs> no, she, her personality. Her personality, it's, her personality is a little Corky. bit based on, on Sasha, but in, in the book I, I took liberties with it and she's, she doesn't take prisoners. She's a, she's a tough little 16-year-old, and it was so much fun to write a character that gets in your face and, and isn't afraid to say mm -hmm. what she thinks, which I didn't do that when I was 16 yeah. years old. Right. So. so I wouldn't survive in this book then, mm -hmm. <laughs> not with her there. Well, you know what's interesting is mm -hmm. the balance, right? Because when you're writing, you think, okay, is this too much, yeah. right? Because, you know, you want it so that everyone can read it, but you also want it so that it's not too much for a younger reader. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, which I think we got that balance pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so who's your favorite character and why? Who's my Addison? And I think Addison is my is my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. But I also have her coming into her psychic abilities, and a lot of that came into my own experiences. So I'm able to weave a lot of that into that. And to me, even though it's fiction, when she gets older, I know that she actually has abilities now, and she's four and a half. Wow. So as she gets older, I'm hoping she'll read the book and then she'll learn a few things, even though it is fiction. Mm -hmm. So is there a part in the book where you're writing it? I don't, you said you each wrote different chapters, so you might have two different answers to this. But you're writing it, and all of a sudden there's a twist that you really didn't see, it, and you came out and you say, oh, my God, that's, that's really good. Yes. Mm. Yeah, a couple of times, actually. Really? Yeah. That's what I love about writing. You never know what's going to happen. Hmm. You just let the story 
Or when you place. get lost in it and you scare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sitting there one afternoon and it is thundering out and you're writing it. Um, and as you're writing it, you start thinking, oh, and you get really into the scene, you know. Oh. And it was thunder, cracking, lightning, you know. That was the scene in the asylum. Right. And it was perfect timing, weather cooperated. So. Well, we just got our two-minute warning. We did? We did. No way in hell. Well, See? I did. So we have so much fun. I'm sorry. From oh. ghoulies so to ghosties, long-legged beasties, okay. and, I know we mentioned and things the websites that go bump earlier, and maybe we want to throw the them out there one more time. Deliver uh, us. Maureen's so website. Yep, Maureen 